Do you ever have a meeting? I've had several meetings in my life. Okay, true. Hmm? But if you ever had one where anime characters just randomly appeared during it? Can't say that I have. Spontaneously combusted? Can't say that that's happened either. Well, one of those things is going to happen. <sighs> Here on this week's Jared and Al Watch Shirabako, number two. Dose. Dose. I'm Jared, that is Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And we are here to discuss episode number two. It's really weird not having to say season in front of something. I just noticed that, but yeah. Episode number two, Artipine is here. So we gotta we gotta make some anime characters appear Whee! out of thin air. Excuse me. <laughs> oh no. Uh we begin this week after the the stunning cliffhanger of last week where Somebody one died. of the characters was dead but not really <laughs> dead because I'll just assume the worst <laughs> I didn't think she was actually dead mm, that's, that's, that listeners is what she wanted <laughs> uh, so they found Segawa collapsed she had collapsed due to severe dizziness from a fever because that's probably what happens when you overwork yourself and yes. you you're forced into a conundrum where you have to overwork yourself. Yes. Uh, Aoi basically gets uh, Endo to do the, the, the frames for episode four, which was what, what Sega was supposed to initially do. Basically a little flip-flopping. Uh, so basically after that, they kind of try and get things back in motion. Um, Shizuka has basically tried to call Aoi... A couple of times, and now he's just like, ah, I can't, I'm busy. Ah. Uh, she basically calls Emma at that point. Uh, Shizuka is working at a restaurant while she's trying to get her voice acting career started, which sounds like the, the typical thing for a lot of people in that yep. line of work. Yep. Um, Shizuka wants to kind of like have a little get together with everyone, and they're both, and Emma and Aoi are just like, busy. <laughs> We're going to try and find way, but oh God. Um, Emma basically makes a, a mention that her and Aoi are not really talking a lot at work, basically just because like their workloads are very different and they're also under the stress of being in the live production at the moment. Uh-huh. So it is kind of hard to, to have those kind of interactions with your friends and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that is a key thing to, to keep in mind as we, as we move through this. Uh... After that, we basically get like a a crash course into uh, dubbing, which basically encompasses all of the types of things you would think it is. Like you know, it's you know voice recording, also putting in specific sound effects, exactly where you want them, what kind of sound effects you want, uh, going over like the music cues and everything, uh, seeing like what music works in what specific scenes, you know, how you're gonna change that and all that sort of stuff. So it's a big, big, uh, big meeting. With regards to like you know the directors there, the episode directors are there, um, production assistants are there, and then also like the the whole sound team is there, and then you also have the voice cast coming in to record lines and everything. It is a whole thing. It's a whole song and dance. Which it's so wild to see like how they're recording the the voice actresses in this version, and this versus how like I know how it works here. Mm-hmm. Um, because they just like have them all in the same room. And yep. they're just like recording, mm-hmm. and usually recording here is very isolated. 
Like you, right. you just do it on your own. So like the Japanese way is like, you know, you get the cast together. Yep. And that's why like a lot of casts are like, you know, very familiar with each other. Like they're working together a lot and they know each other very well because they are, you know, in the same room together, recording scenes and everything. Um, and having to like and play off of each other. Yes, having to play off each other. And also you get to see them like they will have literally the script in front of them um, whenever like, you know, they get like a direction from the director or, or someone. They'll they'll literally write it down in their book. Um, and that's like, you know, a way to like kind of how they they mess with things, how they change like the specific like delivery of lines or how they want the lines read and everything. Um, there's a good there's a good anime that came out after this called uh, Seiyu's Life. Which basically kind of goes around the the life of a of a voice actress. Yep. Like a couple of like rookie voice actresses like trying to get into the, the business and everything. Like, um, it's like only twelve episodes long, but like if you want to see more of like that style of like that that kind of life and like that kind of career path, like that's a good like introduction to that style as well. Um, but yeah, like that's the way they kind of do it for for anime. I think they also do it for games as well, and also like it'll depend on like where the production is at at points, but like, you know, sometimes like they'll be, you know, dubbing over like, you know, stuff that's like pretty much ready to go for TV. Other times they're just dubbing over from the storyboard, Mm -hmm. which is a wild thing to think about because like, like you mentioned, uh, the kind of voice acting that we're more familiar with over here in the States and everything is that like, you know, it is, you're in a booth by yourself. You're getting, uh, instructions from the, the the voiceover director and all that sort of stuff you pretty much have the finished product in front of you if you want to go by, go off of that or if not you'll just kind of be going off the script and everything um and you like i said like you said you are by yourself you're not playing off of anyone else you are just doing your thing and you're in and out essentially and it's interesting because it reminds me of a conversation that i had with my brother um not too long ago uh it was a little bit ago cuz you'll recognize when once I start talking about it um but you know this my brother is an audio engineer for a living mm-hmm. and um I found out at one point that Yui and Moa a baby metal always record recorded their lines together and so like Moa was having to adjust and recording by herself and didn't really know like how that would work and I was asking Keller, I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of odd that like they'd be recording together. And he's like, no, not really. Like that's that's pretty normal over there. And also just like it would allow them to read each other's spaces and then play off of each other in terms of the vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, he's like, you know, it, it's really more of like a bonding thing so that you produce like a better product. Um, and he's like, you know, we just don't do that here. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know, I was amazed. I'm like, wow, you know, this is a weird thing. And he's like, yeah, not really, but. Um, Plus, like, it just like that kind of group setting as well, just like lets them kind of more become those characters because you're literally surrounded by the rest of the characters per se. Like, if you have that kind of mindset, so like, it makes it like a little bit more. I guess like I don't, I don't know if it's more easier or simpler just to kind of like feed off of each other, but like, it, it's basically like this whole group mentality of, hey, we need to we need to make this production as good as we can. And if we're all working towards that same goal, we can, we can easily pull that off by just, you know, being those characters specifically and being able to feed off each other, which like, you know, it's going to be one of those things as well. where like the group of people who are working like on the first episode. And then like, once they get to like the, the later episode, like they're going to be so much better 
together at doing that kind of thing mm-hmm. because they're going to know like oh well then this person does this like i can react with this and vice versa and all that sort of stuff right um so yeah we get a, a real big crash course onto that um and also just like like here is how they pick out certain sounds for like sound effects and all that sort of stuff like there's a part where like the director is like trying to find like the right the right door opening sound awesome he's like i, I want to yeah, he's like, I want, I want this, and I want it like, like low and deep and all that sort of stuff. He's like, all right, I got a few of you for this. Here, try this one. Try this one. Try this one. And it's very interesting. Just like a good, like, like we said, like a lot of this series is kind of be going to be, it's kind of going to be like a crash course into just like production in general. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get a lot of these types of scenes where like you're gonna see like the ins and outs of like what exactly is happening when stuff is being produced and all that sort of stuff. Um, one of the key things that pops up in this episode is uh, the director, Seishi Kinoshita, basically becoming unhappy with one of the uh, the characters' designs, like one of the main characters of the show. And he wants to make some like changes to the character specifically and want into a specific scene that they've already basically done all the key animation for. Um, and this kind of becomes like a whole argument of like, do we try and like, do we push forth this vision of what the director wants or is it going to really hinder the entire production because we are going to have to go back and redo all these shots that we've already done um redo voice lines for it uh and also just like essentially kind of do a retake on the character itself yeah like it's gonna change the plot basically Mm -hmm. so basically there's this whole argument that takes place during like this uh it gets heated it gets very heated during the meeting where they're they're trying to figure out like all the sound and stuff and it kind of just becomes this thing of like the director wanting to to try and implement the stuff and the episode director being like do you just think my vision for this character was bad and everything he's like no no i just i i feel like the way this character is coming about like i have this like new idea for it and i want that to be the implementation we you we have going forward and there's a line i think a little bit later on that uh the director talks about how uh the way like kind of characters kind of become or they 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 grow with the production itself to where like uh you know they'll start off one way but as the production moves forward as like you're writing it move moving forward like they're going to they're going to live and breathe with the way that you are creating it um and i think that's an interesting way of like uh, an interesting like philosophy of how creation comes about because you could also you know you could think of it as a way of like oh well I'm going to write out these characters. I'm going to do all of this like backstory for them. And this is the way it's going to be like set in stone. This is how these characters are. I'm not going to change it regardless of what happens. Or you could have this kind of like more evolving flow to it where, you know, you have the character start off one way, but as things move forward, you might think like, Oh, well this doesn't really work the way I wanted it to. So I'm going to like swap this out, change this on the fly. And hopefully that kind of continues with the rest of the story and, and works with it. And just the way that like, you know, the characters themselves will kind of evolve and mature and all that sort of stuff. Once like, you know, you were further along into production or just into creating of a story in general, if you want to kind of, go that route yeah i mean it's more of like an organic um like right, yes. what would this character actually do rather than what do i want them to do mm-hmm. um it will be a bit in the past now um since we are recording it now but we literally just talked about this on our zero time dilemma podcast yes <laughs> um if you are if you were wondering uh what is probably like a month or two prior to when this will come out 
Um, but like we mentioned like a thing like, oh, we, we saw a thing literally just like this when we were talking about Zero Times Eleven. This was the thing we were taught we were referencing. Yep. Crossover of our own podcasts. Da 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 da. Wow. <laughs> so they have this whole heated argument and uh Aoi basically kind of introduces the idea of just like having a sit down with everyone on key members of the staff. Mm-hmm. Um and just talking about these characters and kind of coming up with like, okay, what it, what who are these characters? And establishing that, and then we will move forward with what we want to do. So they have this big uh, sit-down discussion late at night, and it kind of like all the like the heads are there, like the director, the episode director, um, some other like kind of key members are there. The the heads of key animation are there. Uh, a lot of a lot of like the more higher up people are in this meeting, and it basically just comes like this: okay, who are these characters? What are the key factors that make up these characters? And basically kind of comes becomes this kind of like round table discussion of like okay you know what does this character mean what did how, what are their motivations and strengths you know what kind of things would they like dislike all that sort of stuff and um donuts is one of the things that she hopes that they, <laughs> the character will like Aoi just comes up with this like idea of like do, do you think the main character would like donuts like what kind of donuts would she like like that's a very important thing when i'm considering like how like what people are all like and everyone's like <laughs> okay i guess and then like they start talking like oh well this character likes this sweet or this character likes this sweet and all that sort of stuff and it's very interesting like and like it's it's a thing that you would kind of come up with as you are creating characters like you mm-hmm. would eventually find out like oh what's their likes and dislikes what kind of minuscule thing would they enjoy that you know everyday people enjoy because you know you want to make characters feel as realistic and as human as possible mm-hmm. they're gonna have these kinds of things that happen yep um he shuts down the donuts though and says that she likes like strawberry shortcake or something like yeah. that. <laughs> um we also kind of get like a brief uh hinting at that like the director of this has kind of had issues in the past. Yes. With regards to production, uh there is a production that they keep referencing called Jiggly Jiggly Heaven. <laughs> and uh basically we're going to learn more about that as the series progresses, but uh Things went bad with that that show. I got the sense of that. Yes. So, um, basically, everyone kind of knows that and had and are keeping that in the back of their minds. So, like, basically, when the director kind of came up with this like kind of drastic change to a specific scene, everyone's like, "Oh boy, this is oh god, this is gonna happen again, isn't it? This is this oh boy." And that's what the uh, like episode director was talking about at one point, and he's like. You know, I don't want it to be like that. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, it got heated. And um, the director himself was kind of like, I'm trying to think of the correct word for it. It's not floundering. He just kind of like sunk into himself a little bit. Yeah. Um, and he was trying to play it off as like, you know, I, I'm not trying to say anything against you. And I'm just not trying to be like this. And I'm not trying to do this. But this is how I would really like it to be. Is this is a thing that's like, I'm not trying to insult you by, like, creating this change. Like, I understand, like, you had a big part in this. But also, at the same time, I think this would basically make the production better as we go forward. And, like, it's like that. It's that very delicate line of, like, I don't want to step on your toes by doing this because I know you did so much work to do this. But at the same time, like, if we do this change, like, I think it'll make things even even better than what we have currently. And that's a very... That's a very fine line to walk, essentially. Hmm. 
but yeah, they have a they have that big meeting and basically are able to kind of like iron out some of the how the characters are supposed to be, what they want the characters to be, um, and how they kind of expect them to act going forward and all that. Um, and then the characters just kind of manifest in the middle of the, the table at one point. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that real happens. weird. <laughs> that's the thing that happens. Yep. So all that kind of kind of comes about. Uh, they get one of the uh, the heads of key animation to to help work on this change since it's going to require new animation and new new drawings and all that sort of stuff. Um. Uh, the uh, the president comes in with like takoyaki at one point. He's like, or uh, I think it's like a little sweets actually. It's a little sweets. And he's like, here you go. Yep. <laughs> he seems nice. He keeps feeding them. Yeah, he's he just he's gonna make a lot of food at points and just kind of be, just kind of be there. Cool. Kind of make sure they're okay and fed. Um, one of the things like like you're gonna see a lot of these like characters like pop up here and there, like a lot of the side characters. For the most part, at least like the ones that are um that are working at uh, Musashino, they are going to have some form of story attached to them at some point. Um whether it's like a little like an episode devoted to them or just like a little side story devoted to them so like you're going to learn a lot about all these specific side characters within the production company itself at mm-hmm. some point but like all that's going to take place over the course of the the full 24 episodes so but uh you're going to you're going to learn a lot about all these characters which kind of makes it a little less overwhelming i think considering like you know you're just getting dive bombed with so many characters at once but you'll Eventually, you know, you'll be able to, like, to discern, like, which character from which character, like, the more important characters, per se, and those are the ones that are kind of going to get more, like, story compared to some of the others, or at least, like, get some story. So. Okay. It's going to be a lot of a lot, but eventually. A lot of a lot. A lot of a lot, but eventually, you know, it'll kind of, I think, kind of even out as we kind of move forward, and it's less just, like, here's character, 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 character. All at once. That's good. And like some of these characters, like you may see like a, a, literally a couple times. Okay. Throughout the entire series, like they may just like show up for like a scene or two, and just because like this is a sound producer, and we need to show them in this scene. Yeah. To show them that sound producers exist. <laughs> they do things. So, yeah, so that's gonna be a thing that happens. Um. So yeah, they uh, they have that thing where the the characters show up, and then they uh, they go they agree to all the changes they are going to make and everything, and they are ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready to go forward with uh, these changes and hopefully uh, make sure they work. Uh, then that's how we end the episode. So next time we will be discussing episode number three, entitled "No More Recap Episodes." Wild. Uh, so if you'd like more from us, go to seasonalamycheckup.com or sac.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Checkup and Seasonal Checkup OVA. And you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash animecheckup. So next time, join us as we discuss episode number three, where we don't want more recap episodes. But we're going to... Spoilers. Episode, next episode is just going to be a recap episode of what we've already talked about. What? No, I mean this podcast. That's the podcast is going to be a recap episode. Oh, because that's 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 the joke. Okay, sorry. <laughs>